Hi, I'm Ruth Schwenk, and I'm so thrilled you're listening in with us at Root Like Faith. It is our deepest desire to encourage and equip men and women to be rooted in God's Word, transformed by the love of Jesus, and moved by His mission in the power of the Holy Spirit. Nothing is more important. Well, in today's episode, we are talking about how we can all feel like we are running on empty. Honestly, in life, but also in marriage and parenting. And we've got to figure out how do we stay well-fueled. And so that's what we want to talk about today. We want to talk about when you're running on empty in marriage and in parenting, how you can learn to stay well-fueled. This is going to be good. I'm really excited. I hope this is a really helpful episode. So let's get going. Hey there, friend. I wanted to let you know that we had a few technical difficulties with this episode, so you may hear a faint clicking noise throughout the episode. It's not too bad, and I hope that you enjoy the content. We wanted to make sure we still got it to you, but just wanted to apologize for the technical difficulties we had. Well, as great as marriage and parenting can be, it can be exhausting. Okay, it's easy to uh, run on empty. And actually, <laughs> Something I, I know a little bit about. I was just going to say, I know somebody <laughs> sitting you know next to me. I have not run out of gas. I, I was actually thinking about this the other day. I, had, I drove down to, um, to Illinois. I was doing a pro life workshop. And you were proud there. of yourself for not? <laughs> and I, well, it got me thinking because there, there came a point in the journey. It was a six hour drive to get. We, I was in Mattoon, Illinois, which is you know, past Terre Haute. And, um, and there, there came a point where I was like, if I don't find a gas station, I'm in trouble. And it was, it was like nine o'clock at night. It was dark. It was rainy. I'm like, you'll never hear from me again. Like I'll end up on the news or something. I was getting a little bit nervous. And so it got, anyway, it got me thinking about how, like, it's been a long time since I've run out of gas, but I used to run out of gas all the time. Literally all the time. And not only like, it's not like you were driving out somewhere in the middle of nowhere and run out of gas. No, it was in the known civilized world. You'd drive by gas stations. And you'd run out of gas right down the road. A block from, from the gas station. Yeah, and we lived. We didn't. We didn't live out in the country. <laughs> we lived in a cute it's little a town problem. that I'm, had I'm a couple working, gas I'm stations. Oh, they were they were on every corner. But uh, you know, here's the thing too. When I think about that, you. It was when we our kids were so little. Yeah. And we. I used to most get, inconvenient time. You'd have to pack all, I'd all pack the kids up. Everybody and come get up. Me in the car seats and have to come and get you to go get some gas. I don't, it was. I, I remember speaking of that, there is a, there is a, a memory of that when we lived in Sylvania, you know, Toledo, Ohio, there was that speedway right there on the corner. Mm-hmm. And there was, remember there, there was that hotel that was like right sort of at the Honey, top of I that know. hill. That's and that's where I ran out of yeah, gas. Like literally I could have thrown a baseball <laughs> and hit the clerk at the speedway. Like that's how close I was. And I ran out of gas. Well, I don't know if you were that close cause you would have walked, right? Well, and that's, that's the part of the story I don't quite understand because <laughs> I should have just walked over and gotten a can of gas, but for, but for some reason you packed up the kids and came, got me. And then I don't know, that, that, went- that part's a little sketchy. <laughs> But I do remember running out of gas literally that close to that the speedway a, in Sylvania. Okay, that that's, is a true story. I would not, I would not fabricate that. Well, that's a long time dramatic. ago. <laughs> right. And that's a long time ago. That's that why we can't remember. Ago. This is probably 15. At least, I mean. I don't know. On, 15 well, years Well, it could ago. have been three of our four kids were alive. So it might have been, yeah. I don't know. Anyways, way, it way. happened 
numerous times, numerous times. And I could never understand. Like, just get some gas. Well, I, it's, I'm sure it's connected to my childhood. Oh. I'm sure there's a reason. Well, I will say, though, <laughs> that I can't remember. That was the last time, I think. I can't remember the last time that happened. So yeah, that must have been. There, there were a time or two after that, but we don't need to bring it up. <laughs> so I, I think the, the point is, is that, yeah, when you think about marriage and parenting, and when you think about when you move from married to married with kids, you just burn a lot of gas. It, mm-hmm. it can be exhausting. It's stressful. It's, it's fun and exciting. But it's easy to run on empty, and unlike a car that, that gives you those warning signs you well, know, that, that flashes, yeah. uh, you're on empty, you know, we don't oftentimes have quite as obvious signs mm. uh, that we're running on empty. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today, that in marriage and uh, marriage with kids, we, we mm-hmm. really need to be aware of those times when we're running on empty or when our spouse is, mm-hmm. and why it's so important to, to really um, to fuel one another, to keep ourselves fueled and just how important that is in marriage and, and family. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about some of the causes of of the reasons that we run on empty. Like what causes us to get to this point? Yeah, I mean, I, I think of just some of the things that in life, I mean, you're, you know, especially when you move from married to married with kids, I mean, you're sleeping less. You know, I just oh, think about those, those early years when uh, oh. when you were getting up into the middle of the night and occasionally I would. Um, it, but I mean, you just you, everything is a blur. It right? really I mean, is. you mm-hmm. sleep less. You you eat last a lot of times, especially mm-hmm. when your kids are young. You're just trying to keep food on the table and in their mouth. And so sometimes you, you don't even eat until everybody else is done. Um, I mean, you you stop exercising a lot of times um you're no you're not everybody more. does i feel like i had friends who were like so good at that they just they stayed so active we did. And, i'm thinking and of one I friend was... in particular it's like she was you know running 5ks the day before she gave birth i mean there are there are those out there yeah and i just but i wasn't one of those no. and i wished i was but I agree. We don't, when we don't exercise, that can have a big effect on us. Well, I just think, you know, again, you know, you're, you're just sacrificing more. You're giving, mm, I mean, mm-hmm. just, I mean, marriage and then marriage with kids. I mean, you're just giving so much and, and rightfully so it, it demands a lot and deserves a lot. But mm-hmm. the downside to that is it can lead to self-neglect mm-hmm. and uh, you can get pretty wiped out. All right. So those are some of the causes. And now let's talk about some of the signs of self-neglect. And we actually have in our book, For Better or For Kids, a whole list uh, of these signs of self-neglect. And I think it's always helpful to just understand these because if if we can be proactive and know that these are signs to look out for, I think we can really get ahead of the problem. Well, I, I just going back to the gas um, illustration. Like I, <laughs> I have friends that like if they get below half a tank, they're pulling over yeah. to refill. Mm-hmm. Not you. Not me. I mean, I, I will run that thing down <laughs> to below empty. You know what I mean? And so there's then there's those people, right? That they'll right. just run it as far as they can, and then fill up. And so you know, just sort of stick with that mm-hmm. that analogy or that illustration. I think the goal in marriage and in marriage with kids is to not let yourself get to that to that e Mm -hmm. uh, not to run out of gas but but to pay attention um you know i know i know self-care has become sort of a controversial idea we've done a whole episode on that Mm -hmm. you know just you know soul care self-care but yeah just really kind of um, being proactive in terms of watching each other's backs and and not getting to a place that is dangerously low Mm -hmm. on fuel yeah and so uh, i know we list those those signs of self-neglect and the goal there is to kind of pay attention before you get to a real dangerous spot Mm -hmm, because soul care is important right and so here's a here's a few of those warning signs that we have listed in our book for better for kids 
Um, sustained feelings of being overwhelmed by normal tasks, loss of joy and excitement, a diminished romantic life, being easily irritated, always feeling on edge, sensing a lack of peace or being unsettled in your soul, feeling overly anxious, unresolved bitterness or resentment, frequent illness or chronic health issues, lacking enthusiasm for activities you once enjoyed, feeling drained, burned out, or unusually tired. And I think what I love, um, of course, there's other signs to be watchful for, but I think what I love about this list, again, is that if you are aware of these warning signs, like if it's helpful to you, write, write a list of those warning signs down. And then occasionally look at that list and just be sure that there's there's nothing happening in your life that's on that list. I think you know we've talked about boundaries before. I mean, one of my one of my sort of favorite definitions, um, you know, uh, about boundaries or related to boundaries is that you know boundaries aren't meant to keep others out; they're meant to keep you to, to keep you together. Mm. Um, and so, just that idea of you know why it's so important to establish boundaries and pay attention to where you're at or to where your spouse is at mm-hmm. is that you're really um, attempting by God's grace to, to keep yourself together, to mm-hmm. keep yourself in a healthy spot um, emotionally, physically, spiritually. Mm-hmm. And so it's just so important as we're thinking about boundaries and uh, taking care of ourselves. Um, you know, carrying the load that, that maybe a spouse is carrying is we, we want to, you know, really help keep that marriage healthy, help keep that soul mm-hmm. healthy. Yeah, and um, so you were kind of touching on some practical stuff I, there. I apologize. Which, um, I'm getting ahead of myself. <laughs> no, that's good because I think it's that it, we can transition into talking about practically what this looks like um, because obviously we're talking about those warning signs to write those down, you know, be aware of those. Um, but there's practical ways in marriage um, with your spouse, uh, that practical ways we can guard against running on empty. And so I think, uh, you know, just be helpful to kind of share a couple of those, um, as we close this episode, just so that we, um, so, so we can help one another and, and be there to support one another as we are, you know, called to do in marriage and, um, guard again against your spouse running on empty, which, um, well, I guess, I don't know. I tried to guard against that when you really were running on empty with gas, and that uh, yeah. never worked. It never worked. <laughs> but like literally. Literally. You're talking about me running out of gas? Yes. 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 <laughs> literally. I had never worked. I did. I told you over and over, but actually I'm at sorry. some point it did because you, you don't do that anymore. Okay. I've, gr- I've grown. Anyways, I've grown back to, you know, practical ways. Um I think you did. Is this what you were talking about? Watching each other's back? Yeah, I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think, you know, in marriage, I think, you know, um, not only when you're running on empty, but I think, you know, just paying attention to yourself, but also paying attention to your spouse mm-hmm. and watching each other's back, just knowing, um, you know, your, your spouse's habits and their, their limitations, their capacities, their weaknesses, and just being again, a, 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 you know, a, a good spouse that is paying attention to how your husband or your wife is doing and being mm. willing to say, you know what, I know you're, this has been a crazy season and there's mm-hmm. been a lot going on at work or that this has just been a crazy time with the kids, whatever it is, um, just paying attention to not only yourself, but your spouse mm-hmm. and being willing to speak into that um, and being you know, aware of that which then obviously leads to, to acting a certain mm-hmm. way. We're going to talk about number two is then carrying each other's burdens. Right. And I think if you're paying attention, you, 
I mean, let's be honest. You can totally tell when your spouse is is running yeah, on is empty. Yeah, is in a bad spot, right? Um, and and so how you know gently, obviously, talking with them about that, or just trying to help lighten that load a little bit, which, like you said, is is where we can carry each other's burdens. Right. Absolutely. And um, Galatians six two says, carry each other's burdens, and in this way, you will fulfill. The law of Christ, and so I think there's just such um, power in that. Um, I think that brings us together as a couple when we are aware of what's going on in our spouse's life. We're aware of when they are running on empty, and then we we're not only aware of it, but we step in and we actually do something yeah, about it. You know, the 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 idea behind carrying each other's burdens. I mean, that that Greek word really means to, to put upon oneself mm-hmm. um, or to carry what is burdensome. And so mm-hmm. when you, you think about being in a relationship with your spouse, I mean, you're putting upon yourself to carry their burden is to put upon yourself something that is heavy to them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when you think about the idea of, of in a marriage or in family, when you're going through just a crazy time, a difficult season, or your spouse is running on empty, it's being willing to not just be aware of where they're at, but now to, to put upon yourself in some way um, what is burdensome to them. And that might look like something really simple. And it might be, you know, like your spouse takes the dog out in the morning and you know that just doing that is going to help them. It might mean making the coffee for them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it could mean even bigger things than that. But I think the idea of being aware of uh, where your spouse is running on empty, but then being willing to carry what is burdensome to them, to lighten the load for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that week or that month or that year, whatever it is that, that you're going through. Um, I think that's huge. You know, I, I've used, over the years, have used uh, the illustration of, of a backpack. And you know, when you think about in marriage, um, you know, you're carrying a backpack and I'm carrying a backpack. A husband and a wife are both carrying their own backpacks. And in that backpack, you've got a number of rocks, right? And, mm-hmm. and so you go through different seasons or circumstances where it feels like those rocks are a lot heavier. You've got more rocks in your backpack. And so the idea is that there are times where, you know, you might need to take rocks out of your spouse's backpack. You, you want to lighten the load that they're carrying. It doesn't mean mm-hmm. that they're not still walking with something hard or difficult or stressful, but you're trying to lighten their load. Mm-hmm. And so I just have always appreciated that that um, sort of image mm-hmm. in that there are times where, you know, as a husband, you need to just uh, take some rocks out of your, your wife's backpack and allow her to walk a little bit uh, lighter and a little mm-hmm. bit more uh, more free. And again, that could be doing the laundry. It could be taking the dog out. It could be telling her to go out with her girlfriends one night. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's all sorts of, I think, really tangible things that you can do in marriage that can lighten somebody's load, a spouse's load, to just help them get through that season mm-hmm. or to just stay in a healthy place. Yeah, well, and it can be as simple as letting the dog out because, honey, when you do that... <laughs> My word. All right. right. I've done that. (laughs) Because when you do that, it really, we have two dogs and um, one's name is. It feels like we have 10. You know what I mean? It's amazing to me that you can have two dogs and you feel like you have a fleet of them. Well, most people. They're high maintenance. Well, I shouldn't say that most people, but I think a lot of people just let their, when they let their dog out, they open the door and the dog goes outside, go to the bathroom. Right. That would be too easy. When we let our dogs out, we have to take them for a walk every single time we have to take them out. And there, you know, I see dogs go out, like I see our neighbors go out and their dog goes out, they walk outside and they go to the bathroom and that's it. Our dogs, you have to walk them for 15 (laughs) minutes to get them to go to the bathroom. (laughs) 
It's a, it's incredible. <laughs> it's yeah, extraordinary. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. So, anyways, blue Maze and Blue are their names. Yep. Maze is a pug, and she oh she's so she's cute. adorable. She's adorable. Luckily, she's adorable. Yeah, because Maze goes through these phases where she will get up. I'm not kidding. 5:30, 6 a.m. Which I would I don't mind. Like if it was like 6:30, but when it starts creeping earlier like that, I'm kind of like. Oh no! Like I, I literally cannot do this, <laughs> and I know, honey. There's many days that you get up at four thirty or five, or you know, and thankfully you just otherwise Maze will literally paw at my face until I get up to take her out where you if you see her and you're up you take her out <laughs> and it makes me so happy <laughs> it's true I, I I have done that and I that know seems it means a lot so simple but that is it, honestly it's sometimes those very simple things that can make such a difference yeah or doing the laundry I mean that's another one so sometimes it's just those very simple things that make all the difference yeah, absolutely. I would just add maybe one more thing as we as we kind of wrap up. And you know, I think of you know Psalm sixty two for example, where the psalmist says, "My my soul finds rest in God alone. Mm. You know, my salvation comes from Him. He alone is my rock and my fortress. He's my salvation. You know, I will not be shaken." Um, and of course, then Jesus in Matthew eleven um, says, "You know, come to me, all of you who are weary. You know, come to me, all of you who are running on empty, mm-hmm. uh, and I will give you rest. Um, mm. You know, take my." my yoke upon uh, upon you you know my, my burden is light mm. uh, it's easy and of course there's a lot we could say about that passage in Matthew 11 verses 26 through 28 but I think the the important part there is we're thinking about you know running on empty and just watching each other's back and and being willing to carry one another's burdens and just some of those real practical tangible ways we were just talking about is to keep in mind that that ultimately the the place of great rest, the place of, of refueling, is found not in a in a place, but it's in a person, mm. and it's in God Himself. And and Jesus is saying, "Come to Me when you're tired, when you're worn out, uh, when you're weary. Um, I'll give you rest. I'll, I'll settle your soul, and I'll give you strength. I'll sustain you. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you the grace that you need." to keep putting one foot in front of the other, to keep being a godly husband, to keep being a godly wife, to keep being a godly parent. And so I think, you know, just to add that, that it's so important for us as we're thinking about having a marriage that again, doesn't just walk down the aisle, but walks through life together is to remember to keep Jesus at the center and to be Mm -hmm. abiding with him, to be rooting our life in him, to be saturating ourselves each day uh, in God's word. I mean, there's nothing fancy about that, right? Mm. Um, it's day in and day out, week in and week out, year after year, um, walking with God, seeking Him, spending time with Him in prayer, reading the Scriptures, and ultimately that—that's what sustains us. It's what satisfies us. It's what strengthens mm-hmm. us, and it's—it's it's what will fuel us for the road ahead. Mm-hmm. And life is incredibly difficult. The path is not always easy, uh, whether in marriage or in family. And so we—we we need to remember that we don't walk that road alone, that we have the presence of God, the power of God with us through the, through the presence of the Holy Spirit. And we need to be abiding with the Father through the Son and the power of the Spirit. And that's what strengthens us. That's what sustains us on the road. And it's ultimately what keeps gas in the tank. Mm, that's so good. And, and what a beautiful thing that we, as a couple or as parents, that we can continue to point one another to Christ and, and help to point each other to Christ because that's what 
lessens the burden, lightens the load. So, so good. Well, friend, we are so grateful that you have joined us. If we haven't met, we want to get to know you. So be sure to follow us on Instagram at Patrick W. Schwank and at Ruth Schwank or on Facebook. And also don't forget that everything that we talked about will be at rootlikefaith.com forward slash podcast. Again, we want to welcome you into our family here at Root Like Faith. Would you do us a big favor? This, this is huge for us. If you just leave a review or rating and share this podcast with your friends, it's such a help and it only takes a second. We'd be so, so grateful. All right, friend, we will, we will chat soon and we hope you have the best week.